What's up, world? Welcome to another episode of the Brian Janu Show. As you know, I am Brian Janu. And like always on all podcast platforms, it is Brian Janu Show. Social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Facebook, Brian Janu Show. And of course, like always, always, always. Uh, you want to see the visual of this episode? It's just on my YouTube channel, man. Brian Janu Show. Uh, subscribe. Like comment i do comment back i do like comments so i hope you guys enjoy this episode tonight i am back for life and times with music and tonight it's not just any life and times with music no 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 i thought i should start off 2024 with a with a banger you know what i'm saying i should i should start it off with a real with a real one so tonight I'm doing it. Debate. Debate is so much fun, man. I've done a lot of debates, man. I've done a lot, a lot, a lot of debates. Albums. You know what I'm saying? I've always done albums, man. I came to debates. I've never done an artist. An artist versus artist debate. But that changes tonight. Because tonight will be the first ever debate, artist versus artist. And I thought, if I was going to do it, I need to do it with two artists that are kind of always linked, no matter what. Maybe because they're both incredible, incredible artists. Maybe they're both incredible, incredible performers. They are both very, very, very in the making well, not in the making, but they are damn sure in the conversation of the king of R&B. And they damn sure have taken the mantle, well, not taken the mantle, but damn sure in the conversation of who truly is the second coming of Michael Jackson. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's literally Chris Brown versus Usher. Yes, yeah, time to do this. That's we might not ever get a versus, which I would love to see, but I don't know if the niggas are still on bad terms. I don't know what's going on. But since I can't get y'all the verses, I can't get y'all verses. I thought I'd just give y'all this because I want to see a versus. I would love to see. <laughs> I would love to see a versus in Vegas, and that should be fire as fuck. That's one of the verses I'd be like, I'm probably had to watch that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I like, I already fuck with verses like that, bro. But I watch that motherfucker. I'm a 90s baby, man. I'm a 90s kid. So when Usher popped off, man, Usher was that dude. You know what I'm saying? I remember when uh, the My Way album came out. My sister was banging that shit, playing that shit all the time, man. When Usher became that dude, man, it was different. I remember that shit. I remember when he became that dude, man. And then Chris Brown came on the scene. And I literally remember when Chris Brown popped off. I remember when Run It was de- debuted on 106 at Park. I remember when the shit was nonstop. Every time we were in a car, Chris Brown song was on. It'd be Run It, uh, uh, you know, or, uh, excuse me, Miss. You know what I'm saying? Like, the man's first album was Fire. 
And ever since then, them two have been kind of just on a parallel, been great artists, great, you know, always had dominance, man. Both of those dudes have been dominant artists in their own right. They have even worked together. A couple songs here and there. But tonight, it's time to put that to bed. It's time to put that to bed. It's time to get it in. So, unlike a lot of the debates I've done, I've done album versus album from two different artists, so I've done that before, but I've never done an artist versus artist, so how does this particularly work? Well, thank y'all for asking. I appreciate that. I really appreciate y'all for asking me how this is going to work, but it's very simple. Chris Brown and Usher, I'm going to go down, so I have six different categories for these two, and this is how it's going to work. I'm going to go off of the debut albums. The song, the debut single, pretty much, uh, from each artist. Um, I'm going to go from my favorite album from <laughs> their discography. There's just my favorite, my favorite album from their discography. I'm going to go with the song that pretty much is the crowd please, I guess, a lot of people. Uh, yeah. From their from their uh, discography, I'm gonna go with my favorite song from them. Okay, my favorite song from them. And then the sixth one is gonna be very simple. It's a song because both of these men have had pretty much parallel careers. So the sixth one is gonna be a special one. Which if it gets to that point where I well I'm pretty much gonna have to make something out of it. So if it gets to that point. Uh, I will tell you what the sixth category is. And the sixth category is going to be very simple. And I'll tell you that when I get to the sixth category. Because every debate from artists versus artists is all going to be different. So let's get into it. Y'all ready? Because I am. Let's get it going. So artists versus artists. Chris Brown versus Usher. The debate is on. So. Chris Brown's first album was called Chris Brown. Clearly. Open up the door. Bang. Out the date. I have to go. I have to gate. I have to gate with this one. Now, Usher does actually have another debut album. It's called Usher, and it was produced by Diddy. I think it came out in '94. But since we don't really remember that album, and we don't really even talk about it because it was actually a album and it didn't actually come out, <laughs> we don't even talk about it. We don't even pretend like we don't even think that's an album. But that was actually his first debut album. But since I don't, I didn't listen to Usher did. I listened to him in the 90s, 98, when he dropped My Way. That's what I'm going to go with. So for me, My Way is the album that I'm going to use for Usher as the debut album. Even though he does technically have a debut album called Usher. But I'm going to use this one. Because this is actually the better album. Period. Because um, let's be real. Do you know any songs from Usher's first album? I'll be surprised if you do. So the first category is debut album, technically. Chris Brown versus My Way. Like I said, both albums had the game on tilt. I mean, this album, these two albums are amazing. Um, from Chris Brown's album, like I said, was Run It. Uh, excuse me, Miss. Uh, what? Uh, Give Me That. Ooh, Wayne. Oh, that remix with Wayne was fire. Lord Jesus. Popping, 
popping remix with Joel's and Wayne. Bro, that bitch was, yo, that bitch was fire, nigga. Oh, shit, that bitch was fire, nigga. Um, uh, Say Goodbye, which is still one of the fire, the fire songs, man. That's a fire breakup song. Um, yeah, man, Chris Brown was that shit, man. That album was fucking fire, nigga. Like, looking back at it, like, damn, nigga, that album was top tier great. <laughs> God damn, nigga. Which goes against My Way for Usher. Usher, of course, My Way album. You made me wanna. Uh, slow jams with him and Monica. Damn, my way. Nice and slow. Come on, man. Like this, this shit. Yo, the motherfucking albums, bro, was different, man. We we had some classic R and B albums when we were, man. When I was young, man, we got some classic R and B albums. Lord Jesus. For this though, man. Look, I'm gonna go with Chris Brown. I'm gonna go with the first. I'm gonna go with Chris Brown's debut album on this one. I just think that the, the both albums have aged perfectly. Let's be real for a fucking second. Both albums have aged perfectly. Let's get that out the fucking way. As much as I love my way album, and I thought that shit is still one of the best, one of the best Usher albums. And, and a lot of people talk about don't really talk about this, but. Usher trilogy is fire too. Like think about Usher's trilogy. I mean, take out the debut album. But from the from my way to eighty seven oh one to confessions, that's three of the best probably R and B albums, three top tier R and B albums that we probably have ever seen, like ever seen. This man has three classic R and B albums and is not even fucking close. But I think Chris Brown's debut album is way fucking better. I think, like I just said, popping, uh, say goodbye, you know. Uh, give me that, like, it was, like, so many hits off that fucking debut album, I'm not saying My Way didn't have a lot of hits, but this album was fucking filled with hits, so I'm gonna go with Chris Brown, alright, debut singles, which, again, I know, I know, Usher already had debut single before that, but again, I'm going off of My Way, so, you make me wanna, I remember this video, man, I remember, this is how much I remember this fucking video. I was trying to get waves. I had the cap at 98, the wave cap in 98, because this motherfucker got a do-rag on in 98, in this, you made me want a video. The fucking guitar and shit, like, bro, come on, man. I remember this shit. The song was fire. It... The fact that they just remade it with Summer Walker is even doper. Like, because those are songs that you forget, like, how timeless they are. Like, that's a timeless-ass record. It's so timeless that Summer Walker made a hit off of it. <laughs> like, it's so fucking timeless that like, Summer Walker made a hit off of it, man. You Made Me One is the most fire debut song that I heard from an R&B artist ever, man. It's so damn dope. Run It by Chris Brown, though. Man, Joel Santana was hot, man. People forget how dope Joel's was, man. Dipset, Joel's, man, pfft, you couldn't tell nobody nothing. This is around when the game was missing. When the game's been missing, album had just came out. Man, Joel's my, one of my favorite rappers. Still is to this day. So for Chris Brown to get Joel's on this was even dope. I'm so happy he didn't put Bawa on this. Thank the Lord. But <laughs> um, I fuck with Run It. 
but it just ain't you make me want it. And that's the difference. Track three. Number three on here is my favorite album from them. Now, for Chris Brown, it's fame. A lot of people doubted Chris Brown around that time. And nobody at that time. I mean, he dropped the album before that graffiti. Which was like right after the, the Rihanna shit that happened, right? And it was cool. You know, I could transform you and shit like that on that project. But this was the album that people just could not deny that the dude was just fucking talented. Like, you couldn't deny the man anymore. You were like, damn, this dude might be... He might be the best fucking... <laughs> like, like, you couldn't deny... The man actually won a Grammy because of this album. Like, when the Grammys was trying to make him the bad guy, he fucking was... Bro, he was just on another level of fame, bro. With beautiful people. Um, she ain't you. Deuces. Uh, what else is on his album? Yo, he has some fucking hits on this fucking album, man. Uh, yeah, no, no bullshit. Oh, that shit was like, like, bro, that nigga had hits on fame. Are you kidding me? All oh, back. Oh, that's my shit, bro. Like, yo, bro, that fucking album was fire, nigga. Are you kidding me? Yo, fame was the shit, bro. Like, god damn, bro. And it's going up against Confessions by Usher. Confessions. I think it's literally regarded as probably one of the greatest R&B albums probably ever. You had Confessions, Confessions Part 2, Burning. You had, uh, what else on that bitch? Uh, Caught Up, My Boo, Oh, Lord. Yo, that bitch was fire. Lord Jesus. A superstar? Yo, this nigga Usher had a fucking juggernaut album, bro. That bitch was fire, nigga. Yeah? Oh, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I just realized that shit. Yo, this nigga had a confessions. Confessions part two. Caught up. Burning. Oh, my God. Superstar. Yo, this nigga had fucking bangers on that album. Lord, 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 Lord. You know when you come into an album and you like, man, I got this album, clearly. And then I like put that, I'm just like, like God, it's kind of like My Way and, 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 and Chris Brown. It's like, I fuck with My Way. I think My Way is fire. But Chris Brown was better because he had more hits. Same thing with Confessions. I think fame is incredible. And if you put this up against probably 807-801, it probably wins to me personally. But this is probably why I went with Confessions, because Confessions is that fucking album, bro. Like, it is. It holds the test of time in the conversation of one of Usher's greatest albums. Like I said, probably one of the best R&B albums probably ever. It's up there. It's not that many R&B albums that y'all could really be like, yeah, this is the best. Confessions is that shit. Like, that might be the best R&B album that we've had. In clo- and now we're in 2024. So about 20 years, bro, because Confessions came out in 2004. So in t- 20 years of Confessions, bro, that shit is crazy. And it's still one of the best albums. Like, 
Yo, like, yeah. I'm going to give it a us on that one. That's a hard goddamn one now. Again, now the next one, next category. Is the most popular song in the discography. And to me, yeah, it's clearly Usher's most popular song. <laughs> yeah, it's probably Usher's biggest song. It's the most popular song for Usher, man. Uh, that song was everywhere. It launched Lil Jon into another stratosphere. It launched Ludacris into another stratosphere. And it gave Usher exactly what he needed to pretty much put him in that conversation of one of the greatest R&B artists and one of the greatest performers. Yeah, it was that shit. It was every fucking where. Every fucking where in 2004. There was nowhere you could turn and that song wasn't blasting on radio. Nowhere you could turn. I remember being out here in Houston and BT used to do like the hundred great the hundred videos of the year. Y'all remember this shit when y'all when we was young? BT used to always do this thing, this presentation where they used to have the hundred videos of the year. And they used to play all of the videos from two thousand from like it used to be like from like eleven o'clock that day to like maybe like nine o'clock that day to like nine o'clock in the morning to like nine o'clock or ten o'clock at night. For, and then they go into the BT 106 Park New Year's Day day. And I remember always watching the shit. And then in 2004, Usher had like three or four songs in that fucking <laughs> and that countdown. And at number one, it was yeah. <laughs> and I got number one, it was yeah. And it was like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like, and here's the thing. Me and my brother and everybody used to be like, what you think gonna be number one? You think we, it was, we already knew what the fuck was going to be number one. Yeah, I, 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 we knew it was going to be number one. Yeah, it was that shit. Yeah, just sit a different president. Yeah, man. It was a different, different animal. Which leads me to Chris Brown's most probably famous song to a lot of people, and that is Loyal. Now, I know a lot of people say deuces. I know a lot of people say this, this. But to me, Loyal is his, probably his biggest. Like, if you put that shit on, everybody's fucking with it. These hoes ain't loyal. Like, oh, yeah, that shit, bro. Like, come on, man. That shit's still being used to this day. Like, <laughs> to this day. Yeah, Loyal is that shit. And I don't care what version is it. If it's the Wayne Tiger, Wayne French, Mont uh, French Montana one. Loyal's that shit. It's a fire fucking song. As much as I fuck with yeah, Loyal has not gotten played out for me yet. Yeah, I cannot listen to yeah. Yeah was so everywhere in 2004, I can't fucking listen to it anymore. Loyal, I can fucking listen to this song still. And it's still fucking fire. So I'm going Loyal. Now my favorite song from them. Is the next category, which is my favorite song for Chris Brown is "With You" from uh, his album Exclusive, and that song was fire, bro. In '07, yo, this shit was everywhere, but it was so fucking fire, bro. Like it was one of them songs, man. The guitar in it, oh man, that song was dope as a motherfucker, bro. And I remember listening to this shit. I remember my sister playing this for me when we 
went back home for the first time in New Orleans, and we, I think it was like maybe Christmas or something. And we went out there, and this song was being blasted. And we, I was like, yo, I even heard this song. And instantly, I was like, oh, this shit fire, dude. Dope fucking song. Still one of his best songs. Like, it, 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 it's one of those that stands the test of time songs. And you can't sit up and lie and say it isn't, because it is. And for me, for Usher, man, it goes back to what I said on my way. You make me wanna. That shit was fire, bro. Like, Usher's had so many hits, so many classics. I could've went with a lot of the songs. But You Make Me Wanna is one of them songs, man. It, it just, it's just a changing of the guard kind of song, man. It just makes you become a superstar. With You, it's fire. And it's always gonna be fire to me. But you made me want to literally made me a fan of Usher. <laughs> it made me a fan of this dude. So yeah. Like I said, six category is a little different. And the sixth category is a song that launched them back into superstardom. Both of these men have had times where they kind of, of course, like I said, with Chris Brown was the Rihanna situation that happened. And a lot of people just was not fucking with him. But for Usher, it was a little different. Usher kind of just faded off in the background. And yeah, I know, technically, he went into kind of managing or whatever you want to call it, or uh, Justin Bieber. But at that time, he's also gone through a lot of shit personally, too. Trials and Tribulations, right? Which brings me to that, which is the song that launched him back into stardom. Or at least launch them back into mainstream eyes. So for Usher, I got OMG featuring Will I Am. This song was everywhere again. Every fucking where. This song was every fucking where, man. Like it was just so many things, man. That OMG, that fucking OMG thing. Yeah, that shit was fire, man. Uh, and Usher, man, uh, proved that he can get a hit any time of his career. This man at that time had already dropped countless of fucking hits, countless of fucking singles. And he still found a way to make, you know, another hit. Like, that's crazy. And that, like I said, at that time where everybody's kind of like not really running to listen to Usher's album or something, this launched his new album into a stratosphere, man. And people forget he actually dropped the album before that. It was like, I think, uh, what was it called? Raymond versus Raymond or some shit. But then he dropped the second version of it, and this is what OMG was on. And it fucking launched him. It put him back in the stratosphere. It was a massive fucking hit. Which brings me to the song that launched Chris Brown back into the mainstream lives. And that's Deuces. Coming off of a mixtape with Tiger, it became a fucking banger. Yeah, I know uh, I Could Transform You and shit like that was actually the first hit. But Deuces was that fucking hit. That shit put him back in mainstream. It was the song that put him immediately back on radio. Made people really fuck with him again. If you didn't fuck with him already after that situation, and I know. But as a fan of Chris Brown, man, that was the song. Deuces was the shit. And it launched him back into mainstream. And it was like, yo, yep, you can't get rid of this dude. (laughs) And that's the thing. And that is why I gotta go with Deuces. So if you know, it's six, it's three, three. 
which means I gotta break the tiebreaker. Mm-mm-mm. Being a fan of both of these artists is hard as fuck. <laughs> I respect and love both of these goddamn artists. I think both of them are the are literally splitting images of what Michael Jackson was. Uh, this is a clip that keeps popping up sometimes here and there, where Usher's on stage with Michael Jackson at his 30th anniversary celebration of his career. And Usher's on stage with dancing with Michael Jackson. And I always think, man, what if they did like a 50-year, Michael's still here, like 50-year, 60-year anniversary of Mike, right? And Usher and Chris Brown was on stage with Mike. What would that be like? And that's so dope. Chris Brown is a legend, icon, one of the greats to ever do it. But like I said, Usher got three R&B albums that just can't ever be fucked with. In a row. My Way, 8701. And fucking uh, and uh, confessions. Those are like the holy trinity of R and B albums. <laughs> like, like it really is, bro. Like Usher is that dude, man. And as much as I fuck with Chris Brown, man, Usher still is the fucking guy. And that is why he wins this debate. The next debate. And the next thing I will be doing for Lifetime's music, it's all about Nas. I haven't talked about Nas yet, and I'm going to get into it. And also, I'm doing my top 10 Eminem and Ed Sheeran songs. I haven't done that either. But Nas is the first, the next one up. And also, I will be talking about Usher and Chris Brown individually for Artist Breakdown, Album Breakdown, Confessions, of course, and a Fame album for Chris Brown. I'll be talking about that as well. But they will both be getting their separate on Lifetime's music, top 10 lists and everything too. But until then, man, next time, next Tuesday, Lifetime's music, uh, will be my artist breakdown of the one and only Nas, Nasty Nas. But until then, I am Brandon Janu. This is Artist versus Artist, the debate. Until next time, peace. Go listen to both of those men's uh, discography, music, on all musical platforms, Chris Brown and Usher. Shout out to Usher because you won a nice debate. And the next Artist versus Artist, debate going to be very simple. Very simple. Little Wayne Jay-Z. Peace. <laughs>